afternoon and welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on Royal Kingdom's podcast. It's Friday, October the 15th, 2021. This marks our 36th episode. We thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast commemorating our one year anniversary. Yes, it's been one full year. We are here and lots has happened over this past year, and we are vastly moving in a strong direction in our chosen paths towards the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And because we know how this battle is going to end, it's going to end in victory. What a glorious victory of our Lord who will deliver he will deliver us, and He will deliver us into the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Praise God, the living God. I am Sister Noelia, and I want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the independent artists who have contributed to our program. You can find us here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast, here on Podbean, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and our new addition to FM Player. Please download this and share it. If you like it, hit the like button. I Please encourage others to listen to these messages of our Lord. This marks our 36th episode. We celebrate this wonderful milestone because of our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach opened this conversation through us so that we can share in His great news for our future surely depends on our Heavenly Father at our lead and guiding us daily to prepare us for His return and to learn how to maneuver this land. Let us never forget All things are made possible by the Lord God Almighty. Through Him, we will have victory. And today marks a blessed reminder of why we have this opportunity. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We will begin with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. But please forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. But please help us not to fall into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We will begin with this special song, A Joy in Heaven, and a special thanks to GospelRiver.com.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a joy in heaven when all the saints rise in praise and honor his majesty. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So today we will look at why we must follow the chief cornerstone, which is the foundation in Ephesians 20.20, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ himself as the cornerstone. Hallelujah. The stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes in Psalms 118 to 22 to 23. Jesus said unto them, Did you did ye never read the scriptures, the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. That is Matthew 21, 42. What can men do when they are clean to religion as a foundation of God? This is an error to believe that people can cling to a religion, a building, a group of people whose foundation is not set. The proving on the proven stone, which is Yeshua HaMashiach. Because people must look to God first. We must come to the cross and bear our sin and ask for forgiveness. But we must look deep in ourselves. And if you are a part of an organized church, you must look at its leaders and the heads of those religions and the heads of those circles of religions or groups to see their own corruption that lies within those churches and religions, because that is what corrupts and spreads downwardly to the congregation, because those leaders are doing secret deals, and they are full of corruption, and they do not even adhere to the laws of our God Almighty, King Yeshua. This is a broken foundation. The foundation only comes through King Yeshua, HaMashiach. Their practices display a sense of learning, but it's not set on the true foundation. Then there's a spiritual uncleanliness. There is calamity. There is brokenness. A huge breach within the walls of that religion. And because of the corruption, it will never be founded on the right foundation. As the one true proven chief cornerstone, him, hallelujah, hallelujah. One of the biggest change can come from why we shouldn't follow political and religious leaders in the world. Many of the religious leaders are not founded on the rock of Christ. They are not abiding by any of his commands set with Moses. They are not protecting the flock. In fact, they abandon the flock by acting on their own merits. They are acting on their own thoughts. They are dealing in secret deals and they are not acting or seeking the will of God to follow those on those things which pertain with God and his commands and his will for his people on this earth. That's where the fallacy begins because if we look to these religious leaders for our spiritual guidance, and for help, and we follow their system, then we become part of their system, which has nothing to do with the kingdom of God's system.
because then we are not abiding under our Heavenly Father's laws and His plans for our life. We are then abiding by that system's rules and by these religious leaders, fallibly and fallible ways of backdoor deals, their systematic sinful ways of handling their churches, yet they do all these things using God's name, which is very sinful at best. This is why the Lord Christ God Almighty said while he was here in the flesh through Jesus, do not take up religion, take up a cross and follow me because this cross bears the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, is the one sure foundation that every man, woman, and child alive should be seeking to follow and not the will of this planet nor the will of this world. And because of this following of religious leaders and religions, it leaves us naked. It leaves us without cover. We can say all day long, we believe, we believe. But until we have been circumcised in the heart and circumcised in the soul, we are just giving lip service because the reflection of that circumcision in our heart and soul will bear out the fruits we deliver on this earth in professing God through our joyful hearts. So much joy we can, can't even contain the joy, the containment of the joy of the love of our Father because God's love is so profound and when it fills our souls and fills our hearts, we are just gleaming with joy. We are shouting praises to the Lord. We are shouting how He has saved us, how He has redeemed us, and what He has done for our lives. We're constantly professing. So the Father will fill us to the point of shouting the praises to Him and glorifying His holy name. Praise God, hallelujah. Our vessels will... will Give offerings of thanksgiving by praising God, and we will never hide it. We won't be hiding it or be shameful for rejoicing in our glorious Father, because He has delivered us from sin by covering us with that blood and Calvary He gave up in our place, and He is carrying us to the end. That is the true joy and the Spirit of the Holy Spirit the very spirit that guides us home and back to our Lord God. But it also gives us daily guidance of our life while we are here. It also gives us strength, for without it we are naked and we are not covered by the blood of Christ our Lord. Now we're going to explain nakedness with regards to God's will for us. So when we decide we're going to do something by our own decision, in this world, we are constantly saying, we're going to be successful. We would like to do this. We would like to do that. We would like to master this. At, at this is where we are going to go after it. Now, if we do not include God before, 
those choices to go before you to do these things, then you are working on manpower. You are working at turning your own wheel. So whenever, whatever comes out of that, win or lose, hopefully you live through your decision because that will be your destiny. However, when you have God power at the head of your wheel, God ensures a successful outcome because He has blessed your effort, especially if it pertains to His will. And if it pertains to His will, it will surely be successful. However, if it does not pertain to His will, He's not going to say, I am going with you on that. Because He only goes by His laws. And sometimes we may ask for things and maybe sometimes it goes our way, but it doesn't necessarily mean God willed it. We know when God wills it, because when God wills it, we know that it is good. And if it is of goodness, God will increase that goodness. But if it is of evilness, he has nothing to do with that. But there is another source from evil that can do something about that and will do something about that. That's where people fall into trouble. They think about gambling or betting or requesting things above of what is necessary to live in the land or other unclean acts. So when you go to a battle, when you go against darkness, or you say, I'm going to go against darkness, and you do not have God there in your presence who has gone before you, or maybe you have been praying, but you haven't waited on God. You show up, and God is not there with you. You're going to get clobbered. You're going to get clobbered, my friends. And you maybe get sent home bruised and tormented because you did not wait on God and went face to face with the enemy alone. There are passages in, Levit in Leviticus in Numbers and Deuteronomy where the children of Israel decided that they did not want to go into the land the Lord was offering them for their inheritance. The land he was going to increase them in because they didn't trust God's word that he was going to help them with their enemy. They strongly doubted the Lord God. And once they doubted him, the Lord God set a line down. His stance was then, you are not going to inherit that promised land. Your children will inherit it, but you are not. You are going to remain in, on this hill. The Lord was so strong about his defined decision. He even stripped Aaron of his holy garments. In Numbers 20, 28, it states, So Moses did as the Lord had commanded, that they climb Mount Hor. And in the sight of the whole congregation, after Moses had removed Aaron's garments, and put them on his son, Eliezer. Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eliezer came down from the mountain. 
So it was at that very moment, Aaron's holy garments were given to Eleazar, his, his son, and Aaron died at 126 on that hill. And then God turned to Moses and said the same thing. You are not going to inherit the promised land, which I promised your forefathers. So let's bring this back here to the future now. God is here and now. God of old and new. God is never changing. Why would we think doing things on our own manly strength that we are going to outperform the most high God of all creation? That we are going to do something more wonderful than when we have our Father leading the way and with us. Without the blessing from God to go forward, nothing will ever work out the same way. Going alone will leave us clobbered and we would not know the difference because we didn't wait on God. But if we had waited on Him, and when we do wait on Him, the difference is miraculous. When you witness it and live through it, you will know God is on your side. The surprise God delivers us when we know full well we could never have done it without his mighty hand. Hallelujah. We will remark and say, that was done by the hand of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The children of Israel did enter the promised land, thanks be to God. And they were able to subdue those giants because that was the hand of God. And when we, when we have to wait on the hand of God, we have to ask him to go with us. Because he secures the battle. He makes it ready for us. And he makes us ready for it. To have the strength to do what he asks us. Exactly how he sets it. For we, his children, to have a successful win over our enemies near and far. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's recap. If we invite our God with us and he blesses the action then we will do valiantly. The other element is sure that a favor in God requires our faith because it's his strength. It's his strength that is carrying us. It ensures victory. Hallelujah. Our faith must be placed in God, our Father. The sure proven cornerstone in Yeshua HaMashiach. Through him, victory is proven. Amen. Hallelujah. Now we must remember to put all of your trust in God. For men are fallible and they can lead us to destruction. Finally, never forget to place the armor of God on before facing the world. So let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6 and let's look at verse 12. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, 
and heaven on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all power and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with the presence, with all preservation and supplication for all saints. I really hope this helps you today and it gives you the strength that you need to carry on for your purpose on this land, for the will of God. Until the moment he returns or if we're called home before. Amen. Hallelujah. And what a victory, a victorious celebration there's going to be when he returns to this land. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you to gospelriver.com for all is well with my soul. Thank you for listening to Royal Kingdom Podcasts. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes in LA, FM Player, and right here on our very own Royal Kingdom Podcast on Podbean. We look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. It will be a follow-up on Jesus' coming, but before he comes. Because, saints, we must prepare. We must prepare not only ourselves, our families, anyone that you know who is struggling. We must help our brothers and our sisters up and continue to help them carry on until the very day of the Lord's return, if he does not call us home before. And be sure to catch us on that next podcast. God bless each and every one of you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast. God bless.